It's okay to not be okay. I want to break it down with you. I'm talking about the stigma of mental health. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breaking It Down with Brie, your mental health podcast that creates conversations surrounding mental health in order to break down that stigma. Hello, hello, it is me, Brie. How is everyone doing? I feel like it's been a little while since I have recorded and published an episode. I honestly... I have some, I mean, I'm obviously very thankful that I already have two episodes out and I've gotten support on those, but I do think that I didn't think the timing through so great. So I literally launched my podcast in December, aka like the busiest time probably of my year. There was so much Christmas parties and just getting together with family and friends and my focus really was on that and being present And I was off for a little bit, but it was just, it was so jam-packed. And then the other thing too was, I have this amazing list of guests, but a lot of them too were busy over Christmas and the holidays, which I totally understand. So I've been setting up lots of coffee chats and even um, starting getting the recording dates in my calendar as well with the guests. So I'm super excited to get that going. But yeah, I just, I really want this episode just to be kind of like a life update slash just talking about the new year and like resolutions and kind of what my thoughts are on that. So let's get into a little bit of a life update and kind of what's going on with my mental health. Okay, so like many people, I am trying to do this whole dry January thing. So I actually didn't drink on New Year's Eve. My plans, unfortunately, had fallen through. I was just going to hang out with a girlfriend, but her other plans during the day had shifted. So I ended up just hanging out at home. And honestly, I think I fell asleep around like 9, 9.30. Yeah, I'm super exciting. And then I I set my alarm for 11.55 just so I could be awake when, I don't know, I was just like, I wanted to be awake at midnight. I didn't want to sleep through it. I don't know if that's like a me thing or if other people can relate to that. Like, I'm sure a lot of people would just sleep through the night, but I was like, I want to watch the clock turn and like see 2024 start. So I literally was like laying in bed and on my watch at midnight because you can see like the second. So I was looking at my watch and when it came to midnight, there was some beautiful beautiful fireworks on my watch. I watched those for about 30 seconds and then I went right back to bed. So that was how I started my new year. Honestly, it feels okay. Like I was really struggling leading up to it and I know my friends can attest to this. I kept asking people, I was like, what are your new year's plans? Like what are, what's going on? What are we doing? And I do notice and I totally get this, but I feel like new year's is something that if you do have a partner or you're seeing someone, if you're in a relationship, it is like a night that you do want to spend with your partner. I just feel like there is like, I don't know, a little bit of like added romance into that night. Like maybe it's also just because at midnight you're like the whole kiss someone at midnight thing. So you want to be with your partner and not just watching everyone else kiss people and you're just standing there. I don't know if people care about that, but I totally got that though with a lot of my friends, like they had plans with their partners and like their friends. So yeah, I, I was stressed a little bit at first. Like I was getting some serious FOMO and I don't know if it's just like, because I'm 27 or like what it is. I don't know. I just am not feeling the bars as much lately. Like I don't mind going out if it's like we're celebrating, like for example, my spin studio, we went out to the bar after we had 
had some drinks at the owner's house. And then we like, that was fun because it was a really big group of people. You know what I mean? But I feel like when you go to the bar, it's all about who you go with. And honestly, a lot of my friends, I do have friends. I shouldn't say a lot of my friends because I do have like a small group of friends that will go out into the bar with me. But a lot of my friends are more into like staying in or if we are going to stay in like drinking at home, which I feel like I am kind of in that phase of my life. So Long story short, that was my New Year's Eve into my new year. I ended up doing a spin class that morning and it felt so good. There was something about like, there is something about starting your new year off with an exercise. And like, also I woke up not hungover. That was probably the first time since I was 19. So eight years, probably the first time in eight years that I woke up on January 1st not hungover. So that was also quite nice. And like, I mean, if you did wake up feeling like you got hit by a truck, I'm sorry. And I've been there and I feel for you. Like I get it. I've been there and I'm not judging you if you did end up going out the night before, but I'm just saying it was worth trying not going out. And I just felt freaking incredible. So I did do a spin class and then my grand Lucy is actually in the hospital. So, well, she was in the hospital. She had COVID. She got it over Christmas. So I ended up going to see her and then I came home and I went into like organization mode. So I did my pantry shelves, took everything down, made like got rid of the stuff that had been expired. And now I can actually see everything I have, which is so exciting. And then I also did my bathroom shelves. Me and my roommate are so lucky. We have this like massive bathroom closet. So yeah, I have two shelves in there. Again, I took everything down and then put it back up. But yeah, everything is was looking, was looking good. And then I remember, so this was like just over a week ago now, I went to go lay down. And I just felt so like emotionally drained and I did have a very productive day. Like honestly, the amount of stuff that I had done in this one day was a lot more than I usually do. So it was a bit of a shock to the system, some may say. So I just felt like it was a lot. And then I kind of just started like really getting into my head and spiraling. So it ended up not being such a great mental health night. But that being said, I feel like sometimes you got to have those not so great nights in order to really reach out for resources. So in this case, I hadn't had booked yet an appointment with my therapist. So I did that. And I just feel relieved that I have some things now in place. So that is a big relief. But yeah, I would say my mental health overall, I mean, I'll be honest, this weather is really, really still killing my vibe. And honestly, I know it is literally getting lighter, but the days are still so short. I just, I can't wait for summer. I am going to Florida with my dad in a month from now, which I'm really excited about. So I'm looking forward to that. But in the meantime, I'm just suffering through the cold and just getting through it like every other Canadian who was suffering alongside me. Okay, I wanted to talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions and why I kind of have beef with them. Honestly, a lot of the beef comes from personal experience. So in the past, just me setting up 
super unrealistic, unattainable New Year's resolutions, very quickly failing these New Year's resolutions, beating myself up over it, and then maybe like trying again, but it it just, it was never doable. Like they teach you in, I feel like they even teach you in like maybe in college when you're like planning stuff or, and I know they taught you it in high school about smart goals. And it's literally so true. Like the a attainable, like, is it attainable? I feel like so many times people set themselves up on January 1st to fail and they have these like big aspirations. And I don't think there's anything the matter with like wanting to grow and better yourself, but let's make these goals achievable. Let's make ourselves set up for success let's not basically like screw ourselves over like and create just unreasonable goals and timelines and yeah so you know in the past I feel like my goals were often surrounded around diet so if it wasn't and if it wasn't like an official diet so that's the that's the funny thing that I've recently learned about dieting is I feel like so people so many people are so quick to be like oh, I'm not on a diet. I'm just eating healthy. But like, if you're like restricting yourself and only eating certain foods, like that's like a type of diet, like any sort of restriction is a type of diet. And yes, maybe in the past couple years, it hasn't been like, oh, I'm starting keto or I'm starting, I don't know what other diets are, Atkins diet, the Mediterranean diet, whatever. But it was always like, oh, in the new year, I'm going to eat healthier. And like realizing that's still a diet, like I would set myself up for failure because I would restrict myself and be like, you're not allowed all these foods that I love and are delicious. And then I would end up binging them because that's what happened when you restrict, when you don't allow yourself to have stuff and then you're given those things, you're going to eat it in abundance because your body like goes into fight or flight mode. And it's like, oh my gosh, like you're never allowed this. And like you get into the last supper mentality where the last supper mentality is basically the idea that like before you start a diet, you have this like beautiful meal. And in the book, that I'm actually reading about intuitive eating. It talks about how a lot of people actually love starting diets so much because of that last supper, because they get like this, like to just binge and gorge on this big meal because of them starting a diet. So that being said, I don't have like, like I said, I don't have any issues with people like wanting to better themselves and stick to new things. I have seen a couple people do like, 75 hard or 75 medium. I've even seen like 150 soft um, by Alicia McCarville. She's someone I follow on Instagram. She is freaking amazing, has such good content. If you're looking for someone who's will just make you feel good about yourself and in your body and just is full of life, I definitely recommend you follow her. So I think she's the one who's doing like a 150 soft. And I know that these are some things for some people. And you might even feel pressure to do these types of challenges because you see other people doing them, but they may not just be for you. And I think that's okay too. I know they definitely aren't for me. Like things that I have to, like as much as I love a checklist when it comes to like stuff to do in the house, let's say like chores I need to get done that day. I really struggle with like checklists when it comes to like more like lifestyle checklists because I struggle so much with black and white thinking. And I know a lot of people that struggle with mental health and especially disordered eating, they struggle with that black and white thinking. And the idea of even if it's like a, an easy 75 hard or like a soft 75 hard, the idea that I still have to like accomplish certain things every day 
And the fact that if I don't finish one of those things, I'm going to be really mad at myself and really hard on myself. I just, I don't like that, that vibe, that vibe doesn't work for me. And again, I'm not saying that it's not for everyone. I, I'm seeing some people on Instagram who are like already, what, we're nine days in, it's January 9th today, we're already nine days in and people are still sticking to it. And I think that's great. But also I just want to say that if that's not for you and you're feeling a little uneasy about that or just like creating resolutions period there's no rules guys like there's no rules that you have to be involved in these new year's resolutions you also don't need to be so hard on yourself when it comes to that kind of stuff like we can you can okay I'm going to talk about a little bit like of the things that I'm doing for myself because I feel like then you'll kind of get the drift of like what vibe I'm on when it comes to my new year's resolutions So my, the big thing that I'm working on that I obviously had started in the past year in 2023 was working on my relationship with food and my body. So I'm about, I guess I'm almost two months into the program that I've been doing. So I'm almost at the halfway point and I just really want to work on, like, I would say like a new year's resolution, if I were to call them that would be for me to continue working on accepting my body for what it is and continue to unlearn the toxic behavior surrounding my body image. So that would be something that would be applicable to me. The one thing that I want to share with you that my dietitian um, showed me is about doing and statements. So when you're creating something and you're like feeling a certain way about something, I know this is a little bit like off topic, but I just, I feel like it's important to share because we were literally, it, it goes and ties into what I was saying about um, unlearning things about how like the negative toxic thoughts about my body. So obviously there's going to be days still that I'm going to struggle with my body and like my food and how I feel, but What is really cool with these and statements is you validate the emotion, but then instead of using the word but, you use and, and because when you say but, it, it devaluate, is that a word, devalidates, unvalidates, I don't know what I'm trying to say, you know what I mean, devalidates what you're saying, so for example, if you were like, I'm just not having a good body image day, I'm feeling fat, like I'm feeling like too big to like go leave my house those like you got to acknowledge those feelings like those feelings are completely valid but what you do it's funny because I keep saying but and you're not using but in the statement is you can say like I'm feeling this way and I'm going to continue to unlearn those things so it is like a CBT practice it's not like a any like secret or anything it is a very cool thing to do but it's all about like rewiring your thoughts and bringing yourself to kind of your optimized body like your optimized thoughts when it comes to your body and such like that so I think that's super interesting and that's something that I'm going to be really working on in the new year I'm also I'm just really into like growing and just being a kind person. I know that sounds, that might sound silly to some people because they're like, what do you mean? You're not a kind person already. And I would say, yes, I am a kind person. I do have a great group of friends. You know, I'm very grateful that, you know, these people love me and obviously I'm doing something right if I have such amazing people in my life. But (laughs) I do feel like there's a lot of extra work that I could be doing, especially when it comes to like advocacy and volunteering and just really getting, 
the conversation out there when it comes to mental health. So I'm hoping to offer kind of more of though my time when it comes to that. I mean, I am doing kids help phone, which has been really great, but I want to add on to kind of my portfolio of things that I've done and different ways that I've helped. So that's another thing that I really want to focus on this year. I would say the third thing that I want to do is just be more like put myself out there more. I am such an extrovert and like when I'm with my friends, I'm like the loud like friend, like cracking jokes, making fun of myself. But I, that being said, I have been very secluded when it comes to like going out. Like I do work from home. So I do find that I struggle a little bit with getting out of the house because some days, you know, if you work from home and you don't have any errands to run or if you're not going to work out or anything that night, you're not going to actually need a reason to leave the house. And I learned that the hard way too, because my car now as a sidebar, my car has needed twice to be boosted because it will just sit for a couple days in the cold and then I have to get it boosted. So anyways, if you do, that's just a little tip. If you live in somewhere cold, which I'm assuming most of my listeners um, are local to me, get your car moving at least once a day because otherwise you might need to call your roadside assistance and get them to tow it twice. Or not tow it twice, boost it twice. But yeah, that's kind of the third thing that I want to work on. It's just, yeah, put myself out there more. Like, try new things. There's this new gym, well, it's new to me gym that offers like bar classes and um, hot yoga as well as hot Pilates that I really want to try. I just think there's so many opportunities to like try new things, especially in the summer. I really want to be more outside with nature. I will be honest, guys, I will never be a winter girly. I don't like the snow. I don't like the cold. I honestly wish I had the money to like go down to Florida for like three months like from now until like April, if I had it my way and finances weren't a thing, that's where I would be going. So, but in the summer, our summers here are so beautiful. So I'm really looking forward to getting outside, walking with my dog, checking out some hikes. Honestly, when I did the, I did a 21K hike with my dad and my sister in Thunder Bay, um, the Sleeping Giant. If you're familiar with it, if you've done it, it was freaking hard. So good for you because I thought I was dying for most of it. I literally couldn't move my legs and swing myself into the car after like envision you trying to like sit in the back. Like I was getting into the back seat and I was just standing and like, I couldn't like bend my legs to get into the car. Oh, my sister remembers what it is. It was very painful. We were just dying laughing, but no, that's the third thing I would really want to say that I want to just do for myself is get more outside I have been trying to get better with walking. Like we have a backyard, so Frankie does, and she's a really small dog, so she has a lot of room still to run around in our backyard, but I am trying to get better at like walking her even in the snow, just because, I mean, obviously she loves walks and then it also gets me out as well. So that's kind of the the plan. But yeah, those are the three things that I'm kind of focusing on, I guess this year. And you know what? It'll probably change. More things will come up. There'll be other things that I want to do but I would say the overarching one if I were to choose kind of one overarching theme is just like giving myself that self-compassion and I read this thing and it was like 2024 can be the year that we also heal while growing and I think that's so beautiful there's been so many times where I feel like I'm stuck in the healing phase and obviously healing is a beautiful thing but what is there to say that we can't do both? You know, you can't heal and then at the same time grow. So 
that's what I think 2024 is really going to be all about for me is continuing on all the, you know, the therapy and the treatment and just figuring out my mental health and getting it into a good spot. So the healing aspect, but at the same time growing and learning and, you know, testing myself and just, I really want to level up. I like the idea of leveling up and becoming the best version of yourself. So that is my plans for 2024. I'd love to hear what other people have in mind and what kind of their thoughts are too on like new year's resolutions. Are you a fan of them? Do you not vibe with them as much? Like, what do you think? So message me. I'd love to have those conversations with you. This will probably be the last solo episode in a little while. Like I don't have another one planned because I have a bunch of guests coming on and we're just going to go through a bunch of guests. So I might throw, I'll probably throw in a solo episode here and there if you know I have something specific I want to talk about also if you liked like this episode was kind of all over the place but it was really just like me talking my life updates so if you like these kind of episodes as well let me know because I am happy to share kind of what I'm going through if it's going to help normalize mental health and help someone else who might be struggling but yeah that is all for me folks I am going to log off for the day let y'all go, but I hope you all have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Break It Down with Bree. If you want to find me elsewhere, you can find me on Instagram at Breaking It Down with Bree. You can also email me if you want to get in touch. My email is breakingitdownwithbree at gmail.com. If you liked this episode, it would be great if you could support me by sharing it with someone who you think would resonate with it. Mm